Listeners, welcome to Query Theory Query. <laughs> it's called Theory Query. My name is Ryan. I am one of your hosts. And I'm Ethan. Don't worry about the name, we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, so, Theory Query is a podcast where a couple of gays spilled the tea about conspiracy theories. Um, Keep it out. It's going to be steaming hot. Uh, we're going to cover some theories that are extremely well-known, some theories that you've probably never heard about before, um, and it's going to be so much fun. Precisely. So, Ryan, now that <clears throat> everyone knows uh, that uh, we're a couple of queers talking about uh, conspiracy theories, tell, us, uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. What you all about? You want to know about me? Well, about for, me? The sake of, for the sake of the show, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I am a reckless late 20-something fumbling my way through life. Um, I come from rural Montana and now live in Philadelphia. I was interested in doing this show because I've always secretly fancied myself a radio broadcaster and selfishly just wanted uh, some kind of fun platform to reconnect with my best friend, Ethan, on. And yeah, that's you. Oh, you stop that. And um, I recently became very obsessed with a podcast called My Favorite Murder that inspired me to act. And I thought that conspiracy theories, you know, were something that had mass appeal that people are super, you know, interested in hearing about. Um, and something that I'm definitely very interested in learning about. And so hence, hence the show was born. So if you haven't listened to My Favorite Murder, it's this incredible podcast by these two women, Karen and Georgia, and they just dish about murders. It's so fucking incredible because they're so relatable and so hilarious and I consider them my best friends, even though they have no idea who I am. But give them a listen, download their podcasts. There, you you certainly won't regret it. And if you have listened to my favorite murder before, you will very much recognize the format in which this podcast is about to be presented because I blatantly ripped it off because it's so good and like good artists copy from other good artists. All right, so now that I have nerded out and professed my undying love for Karen and Georgia and my favorite murder, Ethan, tell us a little about yourself. Oh, me? <clears throat> well, let's see. Um, so also from rural Montana, and hilariously enough, still in rural Montana, have not left. <laughs> so if anything, that's You're a doing source fine. of... Uh, some pretty great field research in terms of conspiracy theories, <laughs> as I am just a stone's throw from Hayden, Idaho, for any of our listeners who are familiar with what happens there. Um, what? Wait, what happens in Hayden, Idaho? Oh, this we'll get to in other episodes when we talk about the government, if we don't <laughs> talk about it in this episode already. 
Can you uh, tell me in five words or less <laughs> what's going on? I am, I've never heard about this. Um, Big Brother is watching. Okay. That's four words. That's four words. I'm That's all you get. A forward, forward. Perfect. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was just, you know, minding my own damn business one day. And then my bestie, Ryan, from PA, shoots me a text and says, I have an idea for a podcast. Do you want to be part of it? Spill some hot tea with me. And I said, all right. And here we are. Here we are. We've done we it. Are. We've made it. Are we, fa- are we famous now? Are we famous yet? I don't know. Is there a difference Should between I be famous? famous? Is there a difference between I, famous and gay famous? Um, I'm sure there is, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm probably less tabloid famous than I am like side of a milk carton famous. <laughs> but <laughs> who knows? Better. All right. Well, okay. We... So, no, you, you go. Well, Ryan, you go ahead and introduce uh, your topic that you'll be discussing with us first. And uh, we'll kind of get things get things teed up for everybody. Hells yeah. All right. So I am going to be talking today about the reptilians. What do you know about the reptilians, Ethan? Um, I know very little. Um, as we had previously discussed outside of the show, um, my knowledge of reptilians was actually deeply confused with the Scientology movement. Um, so I, I think, I think that I have really a lot to learn and, uh, am seeking, you know, a, a great benefit from, from the show today. You know, there's a lot that we can learn from the reptilians conspiracy theory. Um, I feel like I've grown very much as a person and as a human being and as a reptile for that matter, um, because we're all, you know, descended from the reptilian race. Um, so just, just settle in and learn to accept that. Okay. Um, the reptilians are, I'm just going to kind of give you the overview of this whole idea. So reptilians are shape-shifting aliens that are reptile-like in nature. No surprise there. They allegedly originate from the Draco constellation. Um, and they have since their origins spread themselves throughout the galaxy. Now, they are inherently evil. Okay. Inherently. Okay. Not a good scale on their reptile body. They currently on Earth are working alongside or have infiltrated all of our government structures. Okay. So So the government is made of reptiles. Yes. Not only reptiles, but like son, sons of bitches, reptiles, like, okay. They're jerks. They're assholes. We don't evil evil reptile, which I don't know. Evil reptile sounds a little redundant, but okay. Well, let's let's not put all reptiles. Okay. Okay. All right. Whatever, whatever. They're gross, but whatever. I've met, I don't know if I've met an inherently good reptile, but I think that there's probably plenty of neutral reptiles out there in the world. Um, but the reptilians are not of the neutral variety. Um, so you might be asking yourself, why have I never seen a reptilian? Well, that's because they live underground. Have you ever been underground? Um, I was in 
the New York subway at one point. And yeah, I could see the existence of reptiles down there. (laughs) Yeah, well, that, that could be a place for sure. They allegedly live in caverns under the earth, okay? And (laughs) um, according to a poll in 2013, and you're not going to fucking believe this, 4% of United States voters believe that reptilians exist. 4% doesn't seem like a large... 4%? It doesn't, like, the percentage itself is not large. Like, if I I have... (laughs) four percent of my bottle of shitty whiskey left then that's not enough to do anything to me but four percent of your voters is um a number in the millions okay millions of people (laughs) think that this is legit so how is this relevant to us well let me tell you about some known one one two million people yeah, it's it's a fuck ton. That's ridiculous. Um, ridiculous is exactly the word that I would use as well. Um, so some known re- reptilians, known with air quotes around it, are George W. Bush. I don't know about I don't know about uh, Bush Senior, but definitely definitely George W. Okay, Bill and Bill and Hillary Clinton. Henry Kissinger, <laughs> apparently. All right, um, all right. Barack Obama, <coughs> Joe Biden, Mitt Romney, Newt Gingrich, Ted Cruz, and Donald Rumsfeld. So those are the politicians that we know for sure. Okay, so are, representing are both sides of the cool. aisle. Yeah, yeah, Okay. exactly. So all right. uh, reptilians are nonpartisan. Okay, okay. They're not politically <laughs> motivated creatures. Uh, not in the way that we know and understand. Okay. Celebrities that have that have been marked or discovered are Mark Zuckerberg, Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, Madonna, Angelina Jolie, Miley Cyrus, and the Beebs. <laughs> oh my god. What? I can see the Mark Zuckerberg thing. He he actually does look like a lizard. Maybe and he doesn't even, have emotion. Maybe even Katy Perry. I don't know. I can't really speak. I'm a very bad gay and can't speak to Katy Perry or her lizard likeness. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, so those are some people that you know from pop culture that are definitely okay. reptilian. Lawmakers, right. curators of culture. Who else we got? Um, those are all my examples um, based on my very <laughs> brief and haphazard research. Um, but let's go into the history of the belief. Okay? okay. So the, the, the real pioneer of this whole idea, his name is David Ike. Um, the way that it's spelled looks like icky. So I'm, I'm going to call him icky from now on because I like that better. So he was, born, he was born in 1952. So he's still alive. Um, a little bit about, I just like dove deep into this guy's history because I'm like, what the fuck like kind of life trajectory do you have to have to become like the lead voice in the reptilian conspiracy theory world? Um, yeah. And like secretly, how do I get there? Just kidding. Um, just not kidding. But he is a former soccer player and sports broadcaster. So he was like 
on his way to becoming a, he's British by the way. Um, okay. So he was on his way to playing professional soccer and then like that didn't work out. So he became a sports broadcaster. He, in the course of his life has published over 20 books and released several films and lectured in over 25 countries, all about like his conspiracy theories. And he's, he's subscribed to a whole bunch of different ones. And I'm finding the deeper that I dive that like, if you, you don't just sign on to one, like you, you kind of have your hands in a lot of different pots. Um, because once you see the light, then you realize that everything is corrupt and all the conspiracy theories are true and not conspiracies at all. Okay. <laughs> so, um, how did, <laughs> I can't even say this with a straight fucking face. So he went to a psychic. We're already off to a great start. He went to a psychic who told him that he had been placed on earth for a purpose and would begin to receive messages from the spirit world. Okay. Within a year, he announced that he was son of the Godhead. Okay. So not the son of God, son of the Godhead. Whatever the fuck that means. Whatever that means. Okay. <laughs> this was the announcement. Okay. And then he added that the world would soon be devastated by tidal waves and earthquakes. And he went on the BBC saying this. Um, that didn't happen, obviously. Uh, he, <laughs> in terms of his beliefs about reptilians, he has proposed that they are interdimensional. Um, that the Illuminati, which do exist, are comprised of reptilians and that their whole game is to keep humans in fear with global catastrophes and general oppression as they are moving toward a new world order and an Orwellian fascist state. Uh-huh. That's what they're trying to do. Okay. 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 Um, so <laughs> this guy, he's so he's so fucking interesting. I just like I want to meet him. He he grew up really poor. Um, and he was a medic in the British Royal Air Force as well. He's like like he's got lots of stories, right? Um, he was at one point awarded the British Empire Medal, which I imagine is um, similar to the Medal of Honor after okay. he saved one of his crewmen's lives. Okay. Okay. He, his, his road, his road is so interesting because the first, like the first thing that he did that set him on this path was that he sought out alternative medicine for arthritis <laughs> According according to the article that I read, um, <laughs> and this this kind of opened his world to all things alternative and spiritual. Apparently, he started getting involved with the Green Party, um, and ultimately conspiracy theories. Sorry, not sorry to the Green Party. Um, that is uh, <laughs> a lot of side effects that come from arthritis. Yeah, no shit. So, wow. He 
received a message, as I said before, and this message, this voice, whatever the fuck it was, told him at one point that he should only wear the color turquoise. Okay, not a bad color, <laughs> but says, only turquoise? Seems kind of uh, contrary to his involvement with the Green Party. Um, but not but not as contrary as wearing only red. Sorry, that was a terrible joke. That was awful. Continue. So this is called the oh, this hurts. is called the turquoise period. Okay. In his bio, where he wore only the color turquoise for a period of time. He um I believe he lived in Peru during this time as well. So doing a big favor for all western, you know, like expats in the area. Um he began a relationship with a psychic from Chicago who he would eventually invite to live with he and his wife. Allegedly <laughs> with his wife's consent. <laughs> what? I'm imagining this like psychic's office with like a backwards S. Like she spells psychic with an S. Most, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. So <laughs> he... <sighs> Okay. The guy I've like, I've watched some of his speeches and the guy is really fucking charismatic. Um, you can't rise to, you know, fame in the conspiracy theory evangelist world without being a great public speaker and being able to like convince people of crazy shit. Right. Yeah. So he was at a green party conference after he'd been involved for a while and he announced his resignation from the party due to his involvement in, quote, a tremendous and increasing controversy. Okay. When he did this, the delegates at the convention gave him a standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get out of here. Great. This was when he announced that he was. Can I ask a, yes, please. Can I ask a question? question? So as far as. As far as like these events go in this guy's life, when he's like really starting to ramp up on this theory of his, like what, like what decade are we talking? This is in the nineties. In the nineties. Oh man. Okay. Cause I'm thinking like, Oh, you know, charismatic gaining a lot of followers. And I'm like, this is some, you know, 1970s, like, cult activity no nope. serial killer kind of stuff no it's, 90s it's the 90s, 90s. Wow. um he all right <laughs> so shows you how much he, i know yeah well apparently millions of people know that there's reptilians in existence so he this when he announced as i said before that he was the son of the godhead <laughs> this that was uh-huh. 1997 and oh no wow i i retract that was before 1997 um i think it was about a year before 1997 and he said the world was going to end in 1997 so um that that went well yet yet he somehow has not been discredited um despite that failed prediction (laughs) uh so (laughs) he obviously you know has been drugged through the mud by the media, um, though he still managed to go on to publish several books and basically become rich because of it. So he, 
he's such a great lecturer and a highly sought after lecturer that he sells out lectures anytime that he speaks. He has given lectures in uh, 25 countries and they're famous for being extremely long. Okay. So in 2012, he lectured in London for 10 hours. That's his longest standing one, but it seemed pretty normal for him to be able to talk for like six or seven hours on average. Okay. Right. Um, Have you watched any of these lectures yourself? Yeah. Do these exist to be able to watch? Yeah. I mean, you can just Google his name, um, type it in YouTube, David Ike or Icky, I-C-K-E, and you can you can watch some of the stuff and you can see how people are fucking drawn into this shit because it's it's compelling and it's fear-mongering, right? He's saying, like, do you not feel in control of your life? Which like how many of us feel like we're in fucking control of our lives? You know? Yeah, I I think yeah, I don't think that's a reptile problem. I think that's just the human condition, maybe. Um, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. And so i was just watching this video uh right before we started recording and he was basically selling like the secret model and he's like you can manifest anything that you want because i was having all these crazy fucking thoughts like does does david ike icky like enjoy having a Big Mac once in a while or can, does he sit down with his bag of McDonald's um, and just think like, how can I even enjoy this? Or like the, 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 the yeah, a lizard person prepared my burger. Right. And I was having all these thoughts as I'm watching him talk because he's like, our whole world is broken, blah, blah, blah. Or it's, it's British accent so that was terrible a terrible impression the worst i've ever done probably our world is broken (laughs) our whole world is broken and he you know he's just like spouting all this stuff but i'm like you do you like have hobbies do you or do you are you just sad about it all the time and he's like yeah so he someone asked him this on one of the interviews that i was watching and he was like i you know still live in the world that we live in and you just got to like work within the bounds that have been placed upon us. And I have manifested everything that I've wanted in life. And I've made myself very comfortable. I've made myself money so that I can be comfortable and I wouldn't change anything. And so, okay, there's so much to unpack there. Let's unpack it. So, <laughs> so. So he's manifested whatever he's wanted in life. So he's worked hard for what he has. Like all of us do. Do we? He plays within the boundaries that are set up for him. AKA following the rules, laws, dealing with reality and other people. It sounds like not a huge departure from just normal life. But then putting such a spin on it. Yeah. It's like, a it's like oh, yes, I'm coping with my. Yeah. Yes, these reptiles are out to get me. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Okay. So, very much like not a huge departure from being 
just trying to cope with the human condition. But instead of using sort of a, I guess, some people use religion, some people use medication, their vocation and career and medication and addiction and all these other things. He just happens to be using evil alligators from space that are controlling the yeah, government. I mean, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. To, um, to keep a grip on reality. Yeah. Okay. But, but listen to this. So, okay. Okay. Stuff, keep going. Most of the stuff that I was describing, I said, I, I said that in 2012, he had that really long lecture. He's still like lecturing, obviously. Um, and most of the propaganda was coming out in the nineties. He ran for British parliament himself in 2008 and he took 12th place out of 26 candidates. What? That seems alarmingly close to election for someone who believes in lizard people. Well, okay. Didn't they also in the last like three or four years elect some guy to British Parliament, Lord Buckethead? Is that a thing? It. <laughs> oh my gosh. In your free time, look it up. I'm hoping that it is not as a sad a situation as we think it is and that the British public still has a wicked sense of humor and put him there on purpose because of how ridiculous it is. Okay. I'm, I'm going to have to take a deep dive into that at a different time. <laughs> okay. That's, that is my hope. That is my hope. I could be deeply disappointed. Who knows? I'm just constantly disappointed. So it wouldn't make a difference for me. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, so the final, the final thought that I thought that I found interesting about this guy and like the whole theory is that they control us from the fourth dimension. Okay. And that's why we don't always see them or like sense them or whatever. Um, but they in turn are under control of dimension of beings in the fifth dimension. <laughs> so apparently it's like an inf infinite number of dimensions that you're just kind of fucked no matter what because you're you're okay. subservient to whoever is in the something controlling dimension. something in the next dimension okay oh, that's exciting cool well i mean the fifth dimension had some they had some great songs back in oh, the 60s that's very true <laughs> yeah so okay did they say what this fourth dimension is because i thought physics understood the fourth time. dimension is like time I don't know. Yeah. I think, well, do they I, give I any explanation? Imagine that most of the people who are eating this shit up are going to ask that question specifically. They'll just be like, oh, I've heard okay. of 3D. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's where I'm at that. And the final point about this whole thing, which you might be asking yourself, is how do we win against the reptilians? This okay. ongoing war that we're yes. all just being stifled from where do i enlist it's very simple ethan all you okay. have to do is wake up to the truth and fill your heart with love Fuck do you think you, you can do that <laughs> <laughs> yep that's it we could all be saved I'm speechless. So <laughs> I don't get like, I don't get to kill space alligators with a ray gun or anything. Um, well, I mean, 
if we ever get to that kind of future, but we won't because they're controlling everything. Except for your innate ability to wake up to the truth and fill your heart with love. Okay. So we're fucked. So... (laughs) Oh my gosh. That is so much lead up to what can only be described as like those stupid Instagram shit like quote posts. Mm-hmm. Like, be woke and love. Ew. No. no. Okay. <laughs> so there's now you might be wondering. It's like some middle aged woman's like kitchen wall art. This is stupid. <laughs> All right. You might be wondering now, how do you spot a reptilian? Is your neighbor a reptilian? Is your casual sex partner a reptilian? Let's figure this out, okay? How, how they've been spotted in the past and the evidence that we have um, to prove their existence is that their camouflage is flawed, all right? So even though they're a fourth dimension being who are controlling the entire human race, they haven't figured everything out yet. And they're, they're human. I, I don't know if I mentioned before, but they're shapeshifters, right? So they can take the form of any human. It's not known whether they like are born a reptilian and then become famous or powerful or whatever, or if they like kill the famous or pow- powerful person and then assume. Oh, their okay. <clears throat> so okay. like, okay. But they don't get it right every time. So it's like the X-Men where that giant cockroach monster climbs into that farmer's body. Um, no, well, it's more like X-Men in the sense that the reptilians are all like mystique and can um, just oh, morph okay. into, into okay. human form. Gay nerd alert. Obviously, <laughs> mystique is my favorite. Um because <laughs> she can change who she is <laughs> so that's that's how they do it yeah that got real this week um, on theory query the feeling of disappointment <laughs> and deeply <laughs> seated shame continue okay <laughs> so there's one account by none other than our favorite um possibly human person oh on the planet, Russian President Vladimir Putin. He's a reptile, correct? Um, Did he make the list? According to this article, he may have joined the true believers of the reptilians. So no, he's not a reptilian. In 2014, he was at the 70th anniversary of the D-Day landings in Normandy, France. During the visit, um, the Western media repeatedly noticed and made mention of his avoidance of England's Queen Elizabeth, taking great pains to keep his distance. He didn't even help her up a set of stairs. And later, um, allegedly, he said that he was steering clear of the Queen because he had seen seen her shapeshift, which is a power that reptilians possess, obviously. And he was quoted by some media outlets um, using air quotes around that, as describing the queen as having, quote, a long reptile face, almost like a beak, and she is a sickly gray dishwater color. So, uh, 
she's like 96 so she's been that color (laughs) my thoughts exactly she's been soaking in life for yeah century and you've seen the hat she wears maybe that beak was on her hat and she's only like five two so yeah exactly um okay next next report i'm going through like evidence sightings now so why why justin bieber well at a concert in, I believe, Perth, Australia, Path. He, Path, mm-hmm. <laughs> his head shrunk. <laughs> I'm not making this shit up. Somebody probably is, uh, but not me. His, okay. His head fucking shrunk. His eyes went black with stripes down the center. He grew taller and had gross colored scales on his body. Well, like they use the descriptor gross, so that is not <laughs> like a credit to their journalism. Um, but okay. this, is a, this is supposedly a direct quote from a concert goer. It happened so fast, but everyone saw it and started screaming and crying. A lot of people went running for the exits. Uh... Okay. Okay. I'm a little, first of all, his head has always been tiny. (laughs) I'm taking on this theory. And his like weird muscle obsessed life, his body gets bigger, but his head doesn't grow. So hole in that theory. Eyes probably on a lot of drugs. Let's be honest. Those pupils probably pretty big. I'm sure people in the crowd run a lot of drugs as well. Yeah, I think that's like the best case for this. Gross scales. Have you seen the tattoos on his body? That's fair. Yes. Um, Boom. Rewinding to the crowd on drugs theory. I don't think I know anyone who parties as hard as Australians. Just like that's the record. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And to just get through a Justin Bieber concert. You'd have to be off your face anyway. Yep. I would do a lot of acid if I had to. So, sorry to any of our Bieber fans out there. (laughs) Not that we want any. Yeah. um, But I think that that story was less a reptilian sighting and more of just a natural repulsion to being at a Justin Bieber (laughs) concert. Uh, Yep. I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, so there, there's lots of other like alleged sightings and shit like people. <laughs> there was a video in 2015 that said it showed a reptilian creature it was taken by someone in a cave. Well, I'm not going to keep talking about that because it doesn't deserve my time. In Arizona, there were three mountain cyclists who spotted a strange creature when they stopped for a break. Um, supposedly... All three of them saw it and like agreed to the story, but you know, people just want to be fucking like famous or whatever. Um, multiple, there's a case in South Carolina where multiple people in Bishopville have reported sightings uh, or attacks of a seven foot red eyed reptile like man. I don't know why it has to be a man, but I'm just reading what I wrote. You know, if you believe in reptiles or reptilians taking over the worlds, you may as well be sexist. That's fair. Um, 
Okay, so really quickly, the counter arguments. <laughs> As if they even need to be said aloud. Um, but they are interesting because, for one, this guy, um, David Icky, has been accused of anti Semitism and that his whole belief in reptilians is just a guise for targeting um, Jewish people in power, since many of the accused um, apparently are Jewish. Are, okay. Uh-huh. Um, and there's been some other shit. There's huh. been some other shit that's come up that I wasn't feeling motivated to like expand this extensive research any further. Um, other okay. people say, obviously, like he's just suffers. He suffers from extreme paranoia and is trying to um, justify his irrational fears in some sort of way, as you kind of said earlier. Um, okay, I think that if we're going to break it down, like he, he has some good ideas, like, and he, some of the stuff he says is really relevant because he's, he talks like about the 1%, you know, and the, the rich get richer and like oppression just gets worse, even though we have the illusion that like some things are getting better. And he says that it's, you know, reptilian aliens that are causing this, but I do appreciate the fact that he's drawing awareness to, um, the the wealth disparity um that's that's one good thing that comes from it but yeah okay i don't know are you convinced so no absolutely not <laughs> um i think yeah to using snake people as a cover for not liking jewish people is pretty sad um <clears throat> oh where's the any scrap of humor or fun in this it's creative i have to give it to him that that's a very creative way of looking at the world if if not you know entirely dysfunctional probably the latter i think yeah. he's fucking insane but charismatic at one point he said he did that stupid fucking thing that these conspiracy theorists do and like cult leaders and stuff like that where he said if jesus were here today he would be labeled a crazy man and like no one would listen to him. And I'm like, okay. So now you're comparing yourself. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think those names go in the same column. I don't think so either. All right. Yeah. So we're, <laughs> we're putting the lid on this one, throwing it into a blazing fire because it's fucking bullshit. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So how about we take a quick break to regroup? And then when we're back, we're going to visit about an, the other fun conspiracy theory um, that's actually made a little bit of a resurgence, um, even in the last few years, which is that the earth is actually flat. Um, I will talk to you guys a little bit more about that um, on the other side of our break. Hey, what's up? It's Ryan. Thank you so much for listening to Theory Query. Please follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Theory Query. Or you can always email us your feedback or suggestions um, at theoryqueerypodcast at gmail.com. Thanks and enjoy the rest of the show. 
All right, guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Ethan. I'm joined by my compatriot, Ryan. Ryan, say hi. This is Ryan. My name is Ryan. Hey. Hi. <laughs> what are we talking? What are we talking about, Ethan? Yeah. So Ryan was so kind to give us a rundown on uh, reptilians or lizard people or whatever they wish to <laughs> refer to their evil selves as. Um, so Ryan and I were discussing during the break um, that with conspiracy theories, we're finding that there is kind of a, I guess, a unique relationship between um, conspiracy theories and what most of us, us normies, would call reality. So we've decided that we're going to save uh, my little topic of the flat earth for another episode, because that is going to be a shitload of stuff to talk about um, that we wouldn't have time to cover in just one um, episode today. So we just wanted to basically have a little discussion on power and knowledge, which is going to be a common theme throughout a lot of these conspiracy theories, even though they do seem ridiculous um, because they are. Um, there is a, I don't know, I guess we've uncovered that there is a reason that these theories do in fact exist. It's not just a boredom fueled um, sort of phenomena in people's lives. Would you agree, Ryan? I would absolutely agree. Marvelous. So as I mentioned just a couple of seconds ago, um, there's a relationship between knowledge and power. So for those of you who may not be familiar, I believe the philosopher behind this is uh, Michael Foucault. And Foucault talked about a lot of this um, in his works in the early to mid 20th century. I hope I'm right on that, um, or I will have betrayed most of my undergraduate education. Um, but basically, uh, power and knowledge are connected, where people in power are typically the ones who have the economic access and the social access to control the generation of knowledge. So science and how science is conducted and what constitutes being legitimate science and how we understand the world is controlled by the people closest to it. And a lot of times that means people with money, power, and influence. Um, I'm not saying that that's like the only way to look at it. That's just kind of, a, I guess, a sociological framework to use as you look at it. So we find that a lot of people who believe in these kinds of theories or who espouse, you know, different understandings of reality might also be people who are disenfranchised or disconnected from um, structures of power or access to power. So in the reptilian thing, you know, we, um, although the guy that came up with it, there's probably some holes in my own, you know, discussion and theory here, but it seems like um, based on the life that he led and some of the things that happened to him, he found himself disconnected from systems of power, um, from basically means of understanding his own life that was comfortable and accessible to him. Um, and many, I'm sure many people who uh, subscribe to these kinds of theories may be in a similar position where they're more apt to distrust institutions, people, places, organizations, 
and even ways of understanding things because they've historically not had access to it and it hasn't really spoke spoke to them about their own lives and has excluded their own narrative of what they see is, you know, how their life goes. So like at at what point do you think it is that people are willing to throw out everything they've learned and like <laughs> their whole fucking like system of logic in this like we all took math and science in school and like oh totally we i don't know like it's so frustrating like second second question why are super like educated people in a lot of these instances the ones who are peddling this bullshit yeah actually oh my gosh i mean probably you know discussion for um, further episodes. That's a good question to ask. Um, I could throw out some theories. Cause I, I totally agree with you uh, that it's like people who feel like they've been wronged, um, or like they want to see you at the table and they just like don't have access to those folks in power or like whatever the fuck it is. But it's so interesting because the theories are being perpetuated by rich dick, by people in power. By rich dick in power. Oh, yeah. Like it's the same, yeah. <laughs> same shit. Like it just looks different, but it still smells like shit. Hey, oh, totally. It's like Karl Marx called religion. Like what was it? The opium of the masses or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's like, you know, not the same not the same thing, but sort of the, uh, it's the same thing. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. But I would, I would love to, yeah. to uh, take a deep dive into all of that. Cause I'm super fascinated. I mean, like sometimes I find myself being convinced, you know, when I'm, when I'm researching this stuff and watching the videos and I'm like deeply concerned <laughs> in doing this podcast. I'm like opening myself up because I am such a fucking gullible piece of shit. I like jump on the bandwagon so fast. You didn't even see it happen. Um, so <laughs> please, please help to temper me a little bit. If you see me having any grand ideas. Oh, totally. I'm- if you're like, you know, suddenly telling me that someone's a lizard. I'm laughing to keep from crying. Off. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I just know that you uh, want to be part of the team there, Ryan. I've just, I was always picked last in high school. <laughs> just kidding. It's perfect that, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, two, two broken people talking about broken people. Yeah, right. We are we're the resident experts. And yeah. we fucking know it. I've done some shit in my life. Not that much, but I've done some stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm <laughs> I won't say what I've done in life. <laughs> there there isn't uh a tag on iTunes that can mark it explicit enough for what you have explicit. to say. Explicit. I, I think that there would be like the little gray box that says explicit and then next to it, it would be like a purple box that just says sad. <laughs> uh, 
Oh my god. I yeah, let's I'm gonna write to iTunes. So <laughs> we can make that happen. Yeah, and be like, hey, I've got a new new tag for you guys. <laughs> so. Explicitly sad. Explicitly sad. I mean we're like wrapping up with a sociological lecture, so I don't wanna like continue to disappoint people. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't, I, I don't even know. I don't even know how we end this on an up note. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we can. I don't know that we can. Um. Yeah, I got nothing. I feel like shit. Yeah. Yep. Well, guys, thank you for joining us on today's inaugural episode, where we explored the amazing world of lizard people and how they have taken over the government. They're all evil. And Queen Elizabeth and Justin Bieber are two particular subjects who are reptiles. I'd still... In next week's episode, we will attempt to cover the Earth and how it's flat and how it's not actually flat, but a lot of people think it is. A shocking amount of people think that it is. (laughs) A shockingly and deeply disappointingly large amount of people think so. Oh, I hope... But until then... Until then... Keep believing. Don't trust any lizard people you encounter. Don't fall off the side of the earth and subscribe to this podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll catch you next time. Theory Query is 100% independently produced. If you like today's episode, please tell your friends, please follow us on social media and please subscribe to this podcast so we can keep the content coming.